0: Hi, I'm your host, Deanna Butcher, and welcome to the podcast, we're talking to real people in real time, with real stories that will awaken, illuminate, and transform our lives together. This is The D-Word. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm talking about weathering the storm, how to get through... The difficult times together as a spouse and partner and certainly with children and how we've been able to manage that. This is an account of some of the things we've been through, but more so how we worked through them. In previous podcasts, we've talked about that. I've shared some of my story. Certainly if you've tuned in to the Strength podcast, you know some of what we've been through, what we've been weathering, <laughs> what kinds of storms we've been through. So Today I want to talk more about how it's affected our kids and how we've changed our ways in in a lot of ways and how we deal with stress, how we interpret it, and become very aware of implementing beliefs on our kids and how that can affect them later on. So these are strictly accounts of how we've found what's right for our family, so find what's right for yours. So I wanted to talk about it because these are things that are important, and we all struggle in various ways, and you may or may not have kids, but maybe you know someone that does, and they're going through struggles. And it's a different dynamic when you're going through struggles with just yourself versus yourself and your partner, and then when you add kids to the mix. It's certainly a different perspective of how you have to deal with things and how to involve them. Do you tell them? You know, like what, even depending on how old they are, right, how much do you share? And those are things that we walked gently on in the first few years that we were experiencing struggles and then seeing how it affected them anyway, even though they didn't know the details versus now we have the age appropriate conversations with them, we talk to them about our struggles, and not in an adult way, because we don't want our kids taking on the stress or anxiety about it, but at least they can see the perspective of where we are, why we do things a certain way, how we see difficulty and struggle. And instead of seeing problems, we search for solutions first. And it's really changed the way and how they are able to conduct themselves and even amongst their peers. How they handle stress, you know, even just mundane things like sharing toys or whatever this is that they are doing together, it helps them deal with their conflicts together as well. And we've certainly seen that growth and that improvement really in them as well. So, my boys are six and nine. I've, been, you know, I know that there's a lot of families out there, and I know that this is going to help many of you how you get through tough times and how you can make your home as peaceful as possible. And it's always something we think about as parents is, despite everything you're going through, you want as much peace as possible. And do we discuss finances with the kids? Do we show them how to handle stress and pressure, like all of those things and how we handle it? So if you yourself, are you going through tough times? Our kids know it's written all over our faces. Your cheeks are tear-stained and your kids hear your phone ring and they hear the gas companies asking for money or you have sick parents and you can no longer afford to take care of them or perhaps you fear you can't take care of them any longer and now you need to find a facility or a treatment center for them did you get laid off from your job or did you get laid off from your job and you don't know what's next or how to tell your family and especially your kids and spouse do you have health problems or struggle with a health scare? How do we talk about it and how do we allow our families to help? And perhaps telling your kids bad news, you know, are you trying to protect them? Sometimes we think that we can't tell our kids these things because we don't want them to see our weakness or we don't want them to tell other people or we think that they can't handle it but they feel it they understand more than we think right and coddling them from that reality controls their ability to deal with things in the future and and even in their current status right like i would mentioned you know once we were very clear about what we were going through the kids have been able to see within their and relate to their own conflicts that they have and it's improved the way that they deal with things their own frustrations and stress right and you know and as i said you know we look at things in age-appropriate ways and we even treat each of the kids individually different in those ways and i think through our example of showing them how our dynamic work how we make decisions both mom and dad make decisions we talk about it we don't let things fester we might get heated in an argument about it because we're passionate about the outcome, we're passionate about what's going on, but at the end of the day, we love and respect each other, and we make sure the kids see that. We talked about this in other podcasts too, where you know it it is important sometimes if it's again an appropriate discussion to have, but to argue in front of your kids so that you they can see. The frustration and the dynamic, but then also so that they can see the resolution and the makeup afterward, right? So that they can see the whole thing come come full circle. So when shit hits the fan, how mom and dad deal with it is how they are going to react when it's something going on in their life. So if we're flying off the handle, we're flighty, unmanageable, playing the blame game, pointing fingers you know, seeing only problems and not solutions. Those things affect your kids' development and they begin to take on those things. And even when you're raising your kids, you want them to be independent. You want them to be free thinking. You want them to be able to handle their own problems. So if they get frustrated when they can't find a shirt to wear or they don't fly off the handle, think the world is over, start blaming each other, right? They say, my toy is gone. I'm upset about that. Let's look for it. And they come up with a solution to find it. Maybe one of them broke a toy. How they're going to react to the situation when they find out that something that they don't like has happened. And then how we can get them to talk it through and work it through. Because we get very emotional in those times. And something that I've done, that my husband's done, and that we're sharing with the kids... Is it, let's remove, we can feel how we want to feel and how we need to feel in that moment. It's validated, but we also need to be self-aware enough to say, okay, yes, this has caused some emotion. I'm gonna take a moment. I can be frustrated, but I also need to remove my emotions from this so I can make a decision to make this better right now. Because if I'm gonna be an emotional wreck for days on end, I'm not gonna be able to create a solution. I'm not going to be happy about this. And if you create more misery around you without coming up with solutions, you're always going to find yourself in that vicious circle. And then you're going to start telling yourself, you know, that life is shit and all this because that's the atmosphere you've created for yourself. Right. And then our kids get to be like that. Everything is conflicting. Nothing goes right. They can't do well in school They're, you know, all these negative thoughts and if they just dealt with their emotions quickly, Assess them, then remove their emotions so they can find the resolution. They move through things a lot quicker. So when shit does hit the fan, and we talked about this before, the why it's important to let go of everything and not hold on to things, not hold on to anger, process it, feel it, and heal. Because then you're bringing up all of this shit at the same time. And kids understand that. So for us, you know, if we're arguing about something or there is a problem. We say, look, this is the problem. We had tenants without paying rent, and I had to evict them. So that means that that paycheck went to paying two mortgages, two sets of bills at the same time we had two emergency dental surgeries to pay for. And so you have a lot going on. It's upsetting and your kid is sick and all of these emotions are going on and it's very stressful we were very vocal about that with the kids and we said look this is what the problem is this is how we're handling it these are the decisions that you make right when the renter didn't pay his rent I said I wasn't going to stand for that I went through the process of eviction and they were aware of that the kids understood what that meant and this is how we proceed and telling them like look you know we can't go to the fair we can't go and do things we're not gonna go to visit grandma grandpa for a little while you know whatever this is that we have to do because we can't afford to go or we can't afford to spend the money right now those are things conscious decisions that we made to hunker down and it was tough for a few weeks and the kids felt it they knew that so we explained things to them and said look you know we're going to need your help we need you to pull together with us. And again, not putting too much of an adult situation onto the kids, but this allows them to feel a part of the family dynamic, understand us a lot better. And then they can say, oh, wow, okay, I understand what this means, Mom. I know you're stressed, and now I know why. Right? You're not just mad at the kids. You're not just mad at me. You're not just saying, no, I can't go to the store for a Slurpee. Like, you're not just telling me, no, there is a valid reason for it. And Our kids respect that, and I think that they are very respectful people because of it. So when someone does give them something or someone goes out of their way to help them, they understand the effort that it's taken for someone to do that, and they're grateful for it. They're appreciative. They are polite. They're kind, and they put others first. And, you know, we've had that healthy balance as well, you know, saying that, you know, taking care of themselves first so they can take care of others, but... Our kids understand that there's also kids in, in school that we're not the only family struggling right now. And especially, you know, we've talked about this before in other podcasts, but we're in Northern Alberta right now and we're heavily affected. Our community was with the downturn of the oil and it transitioned our community in a very negative way. And so our kids feel that too. And they feel it from their peers. And there's other kids that their families are struggling and can't afford lunches to go to school. You can't afford the bus fare. You can't, you know, there's so many things. You can't do the field trips. And so our kids see that well, although we're struggling, they are aware that there's people that are worse off, that things could be worse. And so they're grateful for what we have. But then when we do have something, we are still giving to others that are in the same situation. We are sympathetic and compassionate to other people, and we might not have a lot and we might struggle but we understand what it's like to have absolutely nothing and our kids understand that even though they don't understand that they themselves have nothing they they are appreciative of all that they do have so they don't feel they don't feel like they've lost anything they're very grateful and appreciative so they don't really feel like they're sacrificing and you know so when they do see a family that is struggling they immediately understand and sympathize and they don't ask questions they don't you know um they're not disrespectful to the other kids they include them in their play they will share lunches with them like you know like so there's so much that they have learned because we've shared with them the reality of life right that although that we think they're special the world's not going to think they're special, (laughs) you know? And so we're, we're teaching our kids that, look, you have to persevere through difficult times and they're going to be waves throughout our lifetimes and their lifetimes that there's going to be good and there's going to be tough times, but they have to be able to weather the tough times and so that they can respect the good times. And that's something that, you know, many weren't taught and, It affects the economy. It affects everything when people don't understand how that world works. You know, they come in out of high school expecting these, you know, $50 an hour jobs. Well, it just isn't so, you know, and certainly not anymore. And so people are looking for handouts. They're looking for assistance and they're look, you know, they're asking people to bend over backwards for them to give them a shot. Well, that's not how it works. And so our kids understand that. And it's a good feeling to see that they have dealt with what we've been through. Because we've been through a lot. They're not really worse for wear. (laughs) They don't have stress problems. They're not full of anxiety. They're happy kids. They're healthy. You know, they don't have problems like that. And so... It, it has made it easier and certainly easier on the parents like certainly easier for us because if we've shared with our kids the basis of what's going on and we're like man okay dad and I really need to sit at the kitchen table we really need to go through and discuss this stuff we need you guys to go play we need some quiet you guys need to leave us alone for a little bit so that we can figure this out and they say okay they go off and they play and when it's time to talk about it as a family, we're all together, we're respectful, we listen. And it has improved the dynamic of the family quite a bit because initially we felt that the kids were too young to have them understand things like money and thing, you know, things that are going on, health issues or family issues, you know. But they're not. And I think they've looked been able to look at us in a more of a respectful way as well because you know as kids often do you know they think that they know more than their parents <laughs> and our kids understand that we know a lot and we've been through a lot and we've overcome a lot and so it truly is really cool to see that our kids and Lucas is is only 9 So I can see a transition happening with him as he's going to be getting older that, you know, there's a lot of fight in him. (laughs) Just, you know, just, you know, not in an arrogant tone, but, you know, that typical boy, button heads, full of testosterone, you know, that kind of energy and, and it's good to have. And those are things that we've tried to encourage with the kids, that they are bold, that they are free thinkers, that they're not shy, that. They can talk to anybody. They understand all groups of people, respect all cultures and differences in people, and they get along with everybody. And those are really great qualities to have. They're not, I was very shy as a kid, very susceptible to being a doormat, taken advantage of, and that's kind of how it started as a kid and for me. And so when you get out into the real world, it's a shock because you just think that everybody is kind and you think that everybody has a good heart and they just don't. And you have to learn the hard way. And so with our kids, you know, they understand that there are a lot of really great people, but we've taught them where to find those people, what good people look like, how good people behave that good, wholesome people are pure-minded, that they don't take advantage of other people. They're not gossipy and spreading rumors and talking negatively about other people. They don't come from an egotistical or jealous mindset. And, And so it has really improved that dynamic as well, because then they're like, I don't trust this person, mom, or, you know, I'm been spent some time around this person i understand why you don't talk to them anymore and so it's helped them with their social cues as well like and it's interesting because even as i put this podcast together it was like you almost don't even really realize all the other effects it has when you do share things with your kids like again age appropriate right you don't really realize how it does affect them fully, like in all the decisions that they make and trusting people and asking questions, right? So if they don't, something doesn't make sense, or it seems too good to be true, or they have a deep common sense, I guess is the best way to put it, that maybe most people wouldn't have. So it's cool to see that because, you know, again, they're so young, you know, six and nine. So for them to have that head on their shoulders that's going to improve their dynamic in the future. So it'll be interesting to see, like, you know, how they handle these transitions that are coming, not just to their world that they're going to live in, but to their communities and how they're going to help people and their relationships and bonds that they're going to have and how they will be resilient and focused on family and they're not self-involved. They are in it for the group for the dynamic. They want everybody to do well, not just them. So there's, even though we don't have them in organized sports or things like that, they understand the camaraderie of family and what the difference means between just mom doing things, taking care of everything, and then now dad's helping take care of stuff, and then now the kids are helping. So just spread that the duties and the responsibilities amongst four of us, instead of just on me, it's made me a happier person and a healthier person. And they understand that. So it's like, they now feel like a part of the dynamic, a part of the team, a part of the goals that we're going to have as a family. And they have input on that too. It's like, well, okay guys, this is where we feel that we want to be. What do you think about that? How are we going to work together as a family to achieve that? And so allowing them to have that input allows them to freely think, and, but that they can understand the planning phases and what it means that every person has a job to do and that there's input. And one thing happen if there's one decision that's being made, it affects everyone so that they're not just making decisions on their own without consideration of their families. And that's huge too. And even in the way that they play together, you can see that because they, yeah, they still fight and they argue over shit all the time. And it gets heated and they fight and there's, it gets physical and they throw shit, you know? So like they get, they're very boyish, <laughs> right? But there is deep consideration over the bigger picture as they get older. As opposed to it being now like before it was like this was just their toy. That's it It's only gets played with one certain way So now they're being more resilient Freer thinking thinking outside the box if they need something they figure out a way to build it first before they go buy it like it's really cool to see how resilient they've become And and as I say like this has helped with their energy This has helped with their emotions. Like they're not feeling my stress all the time. And when they do feel it on that intuitive level, they feel like, like, oh, like mom's really heavy hearted today. So they'll say, hey, mom, you know, come give me a hug. It's like, I I know you're feeling heavy hearted or I know you're feeling sad. We're going to figure this out, right? Like we, we are each other's support. And it's really great to see that yeah and and it's it is easier as they get older but it's cool to have this connection with them now before they get into their teens because i think we'll have a better understanding of each other and even now like with our oldest lucas he's nine and so we've created this atmosphere in this field of asking the questions and talking about the rules and policies and whatever we have going on as a household, you know, finances, investments, all of that stuff, how we're going to balance budgets. And, you know, the kids are a part of that. They see me do it. They see me do the math. They understand that math class is important because you're going to need this when you're getting older. And this is how we use it every single day. So there's a difference now. The struggle we had with them reading books and, you know, so they see us reading They see us learning things, and that you, when you're older, you get to pick the books you read. You get to find your interests. You get to love to learn when you're older. So it's changed the way that they see the world, too. And it's like, well, okay, I can be a free thinker. I also have to learn this shit my teacher's telling me to learn. But I am learning a lot outside the box from my parents, and they they feel more balanced that way. And, you know, parents are always saying, and this is what I don't understand either, it's because, you know, we, we it's so easy to say that, you know, the school system, they should be teaching math in a different way when they're older, you know, they should be teaching how to do taxes, they should be teaching the kids how to budget and how to do that, and it's like, well, but that's the job as a parent, you know, it would be lovely if they had those kinds of classes in school, but it's our responsibility as parents to teach them about how to handle their emotions, how to weather the storms, how to find their own strength, how to understand the world that they live in. And there's not a curriculum or a specific way of doing it. The the parent knows what's best for that child and how they're going to see the world and and how they're going to function in it and to see their individuality. So it's our responsibility as parents to learn how to do our taxes, to learn how to do those things so we can teach our kids, right? It creates memories, but it creates strength and pride. There's so many things that you can learn if you choose to learn them that can be passed down to your kids that are going to improve their lives dramatically. And that programming of teaching your kids those things, it's its no one else's responsibility but ours. We need to prepare our kids for these things. And we can't let society tell us that, oh, you can't have those discussions with your kids. Don't give your kids those adult problems and figure your shit out first before you talk to the kids about it. (laughs) Like there's certain things that you're going to want to include and there's certain things you probably won't. And there's things that you need to be able to, as a parent and as a person, work through and work through things without your emotions so that you can come to a resolution. And when you can do that for yourself and you can do that consistently because it's all about yourself. It's about your understanding and, and how you handle yourself, your decisions, your emotions, just being self-aware. And once you can do that, then you can teach your kids that. And you know, and I've referenced Jordan Peterson a lot. And if you don't know who he is, check him out. He wrote a book. Uh, well, he's, he's done many things, but the book that I have just absorbed myself in is the 12 Rules for Life. And even aside from the book, he also goes in depth, like on podcasts and even in his own teachings. And he talks about how it's important for kids to understand these things and how we can teach them and how. But we need to be sufficient enough teachers first. Right. We have to get our shit together. And even before you go helping your family or you go helping someone else or a friend, you got to do your own work first. And he references that by saying, you know, before you do anything, clean your room, right? And, you know, you got to do that first. Clear your space. Keep it clean. Organize yourself. Be, have some self-worth. Be aware, right? Be self-aware. And then the world can shift and balance. And once you can do that, then you can come through and talk to the kids and stuff like that. So, before we integrated all of these things with the kids, we figured out what was gonna work for us as individuals and as a partnership first, and then we talked to the kids and brought them into it, right? So we could be consistent so that we would understand, okay, this really does work for our dynamic, this works for, for us, you know, sharing with the kids what's going on, you know, giving ourselves the time and the patience and the opportunities to work through things so things don't fester, and, to promote each other in those ways, see each other's strengths. And it's, it's a lot easier to handle when your kids understand, because that's part of the stress is that, you know, I don't want the kids to know we don't have money, or I don't want the kids to know that we're struggling right now. It's not fair. But what's not fair is for them to see you sad and crying and not know why. It's not fair for them to feel tension in the air or to see power and gas get shut off and not understand why. It's not fair for them to see the vehicles parked in the driveway and you can't go anywhere because you can't get gas money, you know, or that you're not going to grandma grandpa's house and they don't know why. So it's like, you know, if you can share those things and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, like they're more resilient than we know and they're more supportive and they have better ways of communicating and figuring out life for themselves. And one of the important things that we've done as well is, is not just talking to them, but changing the way that we think, behave, react to certain situations, the way we speak even has become more um, programmed and more, um, how do you say that? more purposeful, I guess, or like intent, the intent behind it has changed. So we are, so we more, I think, think about what we're going to say before we say it. So it comes with intent that we're not throwing negative energy out there, right? And one, because you know we have firm belief that what you think and you how you react and what you say manifests, right? So, I mean, if you f- think you're sick and you feel sick, you're going to be sick. So if you feel abundant, you feel proud, you feel happy, you're doing everything that you can to improve yourself in the life that you're living, you your positive good things can and will begin to happen because when you're seeing the good in things and in people, you're more easy to see opportunities when you have a more positive and light energy around you. And so not only are we programming ourselves, but we're helping the kids program that as well you know we share things in the best way that we can and again these are not their problems to solve but we also want change so instead of saying around the kids and saying in general you know that we're broke we don't have any money or that we're poor instead we say that's not what is best to spend our money on right so we've shifted it instead of saying we're broke to say the money that I have, I don't want to spend on that because it's not worth it, right? So there's an intent because then you're purposefully thinking about what you're spending your money on, which in in end result helps you save later on. So we're only making these shifts to be more positive. And then in that way, it's actually programming us to have a healthy relationship with money and have a healthy relationship around saving and then spending it, right? And say that, that, you know, we want to eat out or get a treat. You know, that's what the kids want. They drive by, you know, you'll see them drive by Tim's and it's like, well, they want a cookie. You know, hey, mom, treat yourself to a steep tea. That's always how they get you, right? Say, mom, you look like you need a steep tea. And oh, and while we're there, can we have a cookie? (laughs) Right. So, you know, so no, it's like, sorry, I think there's a better way we can spend our hard-earned money. And even when we do that, it's like, no, we're not going to go do that. You know, we, we're pretty thrifty anyway and we literally don't spend money on much of anything. You know, we don't go on holidays, we don't have extras. So, for us we've been pretty diligent for quite a while anyway on what we spend our money on. But we do have a plan first and the kids know that. You know, once our bills are paid, we assess what's available and what we can save for for a special plan. You know, maybe we want to go on a little, we call them little mini vacays to grandma and grandpa's. So if we want to go down to the farm for a couple of days or now in the summer, we're planning now, it's like, well, we've been through this whole renter thing. We've had to spend money to repair that. We might not have renters for the month and we're going to have to wait. So we're, we will have paid two mortgage payments for two months on two houses. (laughs) You know, so a lot of money goes to that, but We've set a little bit of money aside, and when you can put a little bit of money aside, you know, 20 bucks here, 30 bucks here, it adds up. And then when you can take that and then do something fun, but we plan for that too, it's a part of the budget. So we've learned how to budget. Well, I've known how to budget for since I was a kid, but it's good for our kids to know. So they budget, right? We've learned to upcycle old craft projects or pull all our materials together and just see what creative things that they can come up with. Right. We make time for family and for free fun. Like we don't do stuff that costs us money, but we just are thrifty. Right. And so these are some of the things that we do with the kids. And it's like, well, we do walks, little scavenger hunts. Um, We've created little lists and then they can go and find the stuff, Um, build forts with blankets We watch old movies. You could create a memory book of little fun quotes or stories that they have about their year or about their day, about their summer. And they can write them down and then the kids illustrate them and and color them. And that's fun. And we make chore time fun, dinner time fun. We have loud music and dance-offs. And every Friday we we put the music on loud and we cook as a family, especially my husband and I. The kids will often say they want to help and then they just fuck off, right? They don't want to stay. <laughs> but we do those things together. It's a, it's a family thing. And then when times are tough, it's the dinner pantry challenge. <laughs> what can we make with these spices and mixes and ingredients? Like, you know, the kids help. It's like, well, what do you feel like eating? What can we make with these five things? And it gets creative and we become very good cooks. You know, we we've done that and the kids are going to understand that and we also make a time without the kids so we make sure that we have short-term doable plans and we get excited when we achieve these goals and we come together as best as we can and we don't push apart during stressful times either Um, so now we look back and it's like all the things that we've learned how to do Because we had to, you know, during tough times, we had to. And we kind of started making a list of like, holy shit, like, look at the things that we can do now. It's strictly because we had to, right? We didn't have money to pay someone. And then then it just kind of got, you know, I've always just kind of been the person. It's like, well, why would I pay someone to do something when I could do it myself, right? So I'm pretty resilient that way. And I at least try. Um, before I decide to go and pay someone to do it. But the things that we've learned to do, like now we 100% manage our own rental property. We've done all the renovations to it, we take care of it, we've written leases, like all of those things. Um, we know how to install flooring. Like I can run saws and I've done baseboards, drywall, um, we've done subflooring popcorn ceiling in one area we've taken out spaces and and created custom cabinetry we've what else appliance repair we've built decks my husband's a mechanic but like I know and my dad was a mechanic as well so you know I grew up around all of that so doing my own vehicle maintenance and things like that so we do that Uh, I've learned how to negotiate and even with banks and with people that you were taught you couldn't negotiate with. <laughs> so, you know, we do that. I'm really good at ha- fairly and respectfully haggling and bartering pe- with people with between, you know, my ability and my services that I offer and things like that. And we help each other out. So, you know, and also compassion for others, which I think in general we've always been like that. But teaching our boys to be more compassionate, we've been able to see... A very different class of people, like you know, as I say, we're from a small farm town, and everybody knew those people. So you come here, and there's people from all walks of life, and all trades, and cultures, and that we would have never been experienced, you know, exposed to before. So we've learned a lot about other people, and uh, and lifestyles, right, and how people live, and so we're we're more compassionate. There hasn't yet to be a problem that we haven't been able to solve. And we really work together. We rely on each other. And, and, you know, and as I talked about before, we rely on our kids. Our kids have a responsibility to do as well as they can. They have a responsibility to be fair and kind and thoughtful, right, and respectful of us. And so that's been great. So I think as far as raising the kids goes (laughs) – know we've really learned that I've gotten fairly good with sewing and clothing repair hair cutting I it's so funny because I I've been cutting my own hair now for probably four years now and I've been cutting our boys's hair and Jason's hair so I I, we get the the butcher special because our last name is butcher so I get the butcher special all boys have the same haircut their heads are different shapes a little bit so it doesn't look the same but yeah so they get the butcher special but i can do it really well and they do look so handsome (laughs) but so i we do that and jason makes furniture he rebuilds stuff um he loves woodworking and he's very good at it and that's something that he never did before so he likes doing all of those things He does all of our home repairs. He fixes appliances, furnaces. Like he's done everything for us. I make my own home decor. So I do painting. I do flower arrangements. Whatever I feel like I want. And I just, I repurpose stuff. So all the decor is unique. It's not something you can just buy in a big box store. And it's actually been like incredibly affordable. And if I don't want to keep that theme because I like to change stuff up a lot. So, you know, once every couple of years, it's like, well, I'll repurpose it into something else or maybe now it's time to give it away or maybe I can sell it. And that money I'm going to put into buying new materials so I can create new things. So, you know, we have a lot of creativity flowing through the home and the kids are the same way. And Jason likes refurbishing old furniture. And so it's cool. Like we just have a nice homey space. And, we become resilient and it's really exposed our talents you know like i say being able to do home renovations and i love doing it i like figuring out the math behind it i like uh, one of the things that i haven't done that i want to learn is how to lay tile i would i would like to know those skills right and it's it's life skills I learned how to do our taxes because that was one of the things. It's like, well, we went through our budget. These are the things that go on every year. And how can we do it ourselves? We need to know these things because we were constantly being taken advantage of. The accountants that we'd hired anyway were always making mistakes, and I was catching them. And it would end up costing us more money to fix. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to do it myself. So I learned the tax laws and I learned how to do taxes. So I I do that, and it's but it's given me a great sense of purpose and understanding because we don't just pay someone to do everything for us. We understand the hows and the whys and, and everything. And it, it's been so helpful for us to manage and get through life this way because when shit hits a fan, I know that no matter what, I have a solution and I'm capable of getting ourselves out of it. And then our kids are going to be the same way, um, you know, and, and take pride in in knowing those things. We create our own entertainment. We just like to discover new bands, listen to new music. We, as I said, you know, every Friday and then even Saturday nights, but we cook together in the kitchen and we sit at the kitchen table and we laugh. We tell stories. We have deep talks. You know, my husband and I talk about all kinds of crazy shit, you know, from, Oh, right now, it's all popular in the news, like Area Fifty One. We talk about aliens. We talk about the universe. We talk about you know conspiracy theories and you know and all kinds of crazy shit. And we it's just, it's great to like go deep, and that's what I like to do. You know, I, I like to talk about the moon and the stars, and you know, and who we are as people and why we're here, what's our purpose, and so I love that shit. And so we go deep in those conversations, and our kids take part in it too, and we spend time together. And we, you know, we play the would you rather things or how much money would it cost for you to do this, right? Like, what would you do? Would you do, you know, X, Y, Z for a (laughs) hundred dollars? Like, so it's funny just to see like the weird stuff that, you know, we talk about and have fun with doing and it never gets old. Like we truly are, you know, a family. But, you know, I, I know that we have created these bonds together that we truly are, you know, certainly parents first. But we're friends like we get along with our kids they get along with us and we discipline you know there's times where we don't get along (laughs) right but you know so it's fair but when we do all these things and we can be happy despite those struggles and our kids learned that you don't have to have money to have fun that you don't have to have those things in order to function you don't have to be able to pay someone in order for stuff to to improve in your life and there's always people you can learn from and how to persevere and talk to each other and sympathize and all of that right and our kids you know like i said you know the six and nine they helped us lay flooring they're good at doing it (laughs) they've changed tires on my vehicle and they've helped jason change the oil in my car they help us take care of the rental like i say they take care of themselves take care of each other they learn how to take care of us as a family and they feel a part of our success And we celebrate their learned skills too. So when they learned how to lay flooring or they learned how to change tires, like it's a big thing. And we put a lot of pride into them saying, you know, one day you're going to be able to take care of your family in the same way. And you're going to be so happy you've learned these things. And there's just a sense of manhood that they're learning and absorbing right now. And it's giving them the confidence to do things. And so once they have that confidence, like, even when it comes to, like, you know, as I say, like, they have helped with the vehicle, they help with the rental, and then they come back because they've had this learned experience, they come back and they even play with their Lego in a different way, right? Like, their Lego buildings and structures are more significant and advanced than they even were before, right? So it's cool to see how it's flowing through their entire life. Understand how to calculate an angle so you can cut this board a certain way and why angles matter. Well, now they understand their math problems, but now they're drawing things in three dimensions. So it, it's cool to see how their minds now interpret and think through difficulties and changes and these things. And it's it's cool. And so I kind of just wanted to share that with you guys and you know how we've gone through weathering the storm, how we integrate our kids into it. And I'd love to have this discussion. So I'd love to you know, have you guys head on over to the website, dwordproductions.ca and join our community. There are tier levels there for um, of all affordabilities. And reason really for us having the tier groups is so that you get the service and the assistance and the camaraderie in the community that you need and that there is a a small investment in those things so that we can help streamline the community because there's big topics that we do discuss there's help that is being offered and we want folks that it helps to control the community i think itself where we're all there for the same reason we're all there to help and love each other it creates a safe space for us to share our stories and so you know if you've Gone through difficulty, or you're having a hard time weathering the storm, you can go there, and we're all there for the same reason. And so it's not just some, you know, some Joe coming in from Facebook, coming into the community and shitting on us, right? And it's not just someone who has full access to the message boards that's going to start bringing people down or being judgmental. So there's a, a reason why it is the platform's created the way it is, and it's to help us all grow. And you guys know the tagline by now. We are all here together to awaken, illuminate, and transform our lives together. And that's exactly what we're here for. And, you know, these podcasts are helping you. You love to hear from them. Is there a topic you want to discuss? Is there a certain thing you want to share? And uh, Head on over to the community. Head on over to the message boards. Reach out to us. There's links to everything. Uh, they're on the website, so you'll be able to find your way around quite easily. It's a cool little site there, so check it out. Leave the comments. Thank you so much for listening today and for downloading the podcast. Absolutely love and appreciate all of you and your effort and becoming a part of this community. It's so special over here at the D Word, and it's a project that I love dearly. So thank you guys so much for being a part of it, and we'll see you guys over in the message boards and the community. Many blessings to all of you. Have a beautiful day.